0: Hello, welcome back to Functional Spirituality. Today, I want to speak about the three main obstacles that I have seen people come up against when they are trying to go deeper into their spiritual practice. And I say deeper because we're all on a spiritual path. We're all moving in some direction, but sometimes it's hard to make real progress and to feel connected to a path, to feel committed to a path when you feel that there's a sense of flow and joy and purpose. And these are the three obstacles that I've found that people come up against again and again that people present me with and that I can help them kind of move through. Um, They're predominantly mindset based. So it doesn't actually matter who you are or what position you're in and what resources you have access to. So the first one is that I don't have enough time. So this is, of course, an idea that you don't have enough time. And of course, everyone's circumstances are different on a day-to-day basis. There are significant differences in time. Some days there is literally not enough time to do every activity that you would want to do. But most of the time... This obstacle of this idea that I don't have enough time, it's, it's actually an idea and it comes from not having a clear sense of what your priorities are and a commitment. So first a clarity and then a commitment to your priorities so that your time over time starts to get reorganized so that your priorities become your habits it's more about what you are habitually choosing to do with your time you know you have downtime i i know um the experience of having downtime but also knowing that there's a lack of efficiency with that downtime the structures aren't in place the you're not organized to make the most out of that downtime and that actually comes the first step to that Is really getting clear about your priorities. And that is something that I do many times during the week, if not at least once per week. Will I refresh my priorities so that I can um, kind of like lay a, a foundation for habits? to um, be reorganized against my priorities. So habits will reorganize themselves to what is most meaningful for you, but you actually need to remind the part of you that makes habits, your brain, your mind, your nervous system, your intelligence, your thoughts, you need to remind them continuously about what your priorities are. And then All of these mechanisms will naturally reorganize your habits and the way that you use your time so that you are living in alignment with your priorities. It's not going to happen if you're not clear about that. It's not going to happen if you're not reinforcing that. I feel confident to say something like this because I have seen people who I look at and I'm literally like, How do you have the time to make this a priority? And I see people who have all the time in the world that can't seem to find the time to make their spiritual practice, personal development practice, anything that falls in our three-part method. So healing or cultivating and personal development or spiritual awakening and, and the practices of that, they can't seem to find time for that. And there's this idea that I don't have the time. So that is on a wide scale, that's an illusion. But on a day-to-day basis, that can very well be true. On a certain day, you don't have time to meditate before you have to leave the house on a certain day. Um, so how it actually shows up in our day is due to this deeper mindset work that I'm pointing to here that I think is really really powerful and really important if you're coming up against this obstacle. So how do you address it? By getting a pen and paper out, listing what your priorities are for the week, listing out what your priorities are for this month, this year, refining that and reinforcing that through writing, through contemplation. This is a step that is not actually, I've got air quotes here, it's not actually doing a spiritual practice, but it's completely galvanizing your spiritual practice because you're setting up the systems better through which you will do your practice. And that system is your life and your habits and your priorities and your mindset. So write down your priorities. Do practices like desire mapping and journaling and dreaming and manifesting kind of practices where you are digging in and connecting to what your priorities are. This is like the yin part of our activity. It's more of a strategy and a planning. And the best part is, is you get to be laying down for this. Your, your body gets to rest Um, and it's resting because you don't have to engage in any activity or push or force yourself to do any activity or push or force yourself, um, to be stressed that you're not doing activities and living in that tension. So you actually get to do something, but you don't have to engage in stress in pushing your body to do anything but you're you're in this strategy mode and you're resting your physical body, but you're also resting your mind and your nervous system on a deeper level because you're connecting to yourself. So it's highly productive time that's not actually engaged in activity so that when you do have to engage in activity, you get more bang for your buck. It's more efficient. Obstacle number two is that I don't have the money or I don't have the resources, or some other kind of victim or um, limiting belief that you don't have access to support. Um, But that's of course not true. And I, I think people listening to this podcast, this doesn't come up so much for these people, because you're here listening to a free resource, you are actively seeking out and engaging with resources that are Free and accessible and highly relevant and meaningful for you that that organize you and transform you. So there are so many resources here. Um, If you enjoy the podcast, you might also join us in the Facebook group or reach out to us on social media asking about other resources. I offer free calls all the time. Um, There are so many free resources out there. And if you are committed to your practice, if you're ready to do your practice, the resources, the guides, the support, the community will totally be there for you. Um, If I think just about our yoga studio, there's free meditation that we run. Also through Functional Spirituality, we run free live stream meditations for those that aren't in Perth. There are so many resources. If you're ever in doubt, reach out to the hundreds of businesses that have Resources set aside to be free for the community as well as the ones alongside it that are paid. So functional spirituality is one of those resources and you're already taking advantage of it. So I don't believe it's that much of an obstacle for you, but it is a huge one that I see and that I hear all the time that I don't have the money to engage. And again, it's a mindset thing very often that maybe you don't have the money today or you don't have the resources today but overall if you if it's a priority you'll reorganize yourself towards it. And then the third obstacle that I hear is that I'm not ready. And this one is interesting because I actually think it's a valuable mindset to have is to really be sensing if you're ready for something, sensing, if you're ready to, um, make a big decision, start an important practice, commit to a program, join a community, you know, there, there is a time and place for everything and your body, your system, your overall being will, you know, be able to sense what feels good and what feels like it's an alignment. So the I'm not ready thing it is legitimate as an obstacle. However, I want to speak to something um, kind of exciting. So recently, I feel like I've got a really good answer to something that I have been wondering for a very long time, which is how do people heal? And I kind of scanned through my community for those people that I am inspired by and that I'm proud of that are what I think is on an upward spiral and they are walking the spiritual path or walking a healing path. And I can see that although, you know, there's, there's bumps and little twists and turns along the path, there is, it's working and, you know, all of functional spirituality is really about looking at all, like helping to break down all of these and expose all of these techniques and paths and modalities that don't actually do anything that kept me kind of spinning my wheels for a long time or you know just being not as efficient or some of them being actually really detrimental so that's what functional spirituality is all about and although you know that kind of has birthed the three-part method and and everything that we need to have a coherent functional spiritual practice I've I've been looking for this, um, X factor and the common denominator amongst the people in my community that I feel like are, are doing it. And also the, what is it inside of me that has led me to have the positive change? Because we, I hear all the time about, okay, someone has found an amazing physio. Someone's got a great chiropractor. Someone's found an amazing naturopath. Someone has, um, you know, or things that I've experienced. Okay. Now I've, I've got an iron infusion or I'm trying to heal my nervous system, or, you know, there's so many different, um, magical ingredients that really make huge differences and, and give us huge leaps, um, of success along our path. But that is different for everyone. Not every naturopath, not every supplement, not every healing modality will work for everyone when it comes to healing. So I, I discovered d- to me, you know, what I saw was the common denominator. You know, some people are really busy. Some people don't have a meditation practice at all. Some people have only a meditation practice. What is the common denominator that has made that everyone who is successful all have? And what I noticed was that everyone who is successful is committed to the path. And more than that, like, so what, there's a special quality to that commitment because people can be committed to it and be feeling really defeated, but kind of keep drudging along. There's some kind of enthusiasm and trust and joy in their commitment to healing. And this is what guides them through. It's what keeps them in alignment. It keeps their inner compass open and supporting them forward. It is what also um, assists every healing modality they do to be the most optimal version of it that it can. But that enthusiasm for the path is the common denominator. So It doesn't matter if you're not ready, if you don't have the time, if you don't have the resources right now, being ready, you can be ready for healing and for your excellence and for your growth and your magnificence and your purpose and your thriving. You can be ready for that no matter what the external circumstances look like. Because that's what I've noticed is that people who have that internal readiness are the ones that are successful and what their circumstances look like are very, very different in terms of time, resources, trauma, levels of suffering. Yeah. You know, all of these different external factors that normally we lean on as obstacles They're different across the board, but people who are feeling connected to their practice. And, you know, so if you're not, if you're feeling that, then yeah, you've got it. You've got that X factor. But if you don't, there's a couple of things that can help you there. So one is to find a path that you can commit to. If the hardest thing is to feel lost. For me, that's one of like the most painful experiences is to feel like I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. So find a path that works. Go back through this podcast and listen to the deconditioning series. Listen to how to hold a daily space for yourself, or these other um, episodes that are about healing, or reach out to us about what you know, what you could, what you need to do next, and, and see if you can get some support there. You have to reach out to every resource you have available to you and start to assemble a path that makes you enthusiastic. If you have enthusiasm, you have this X factor. Enthusiasm comes from the Greek entheos, which means God inside. So you have the supreme power, you have the universal energy, the universal power, consciousness, You know the life force energy on your side. And that gives you the kind of stamina and courage and motivation to walk this very complicated path in a very complicated time, which definitely can be walked at this time. I've got examples all around me. I've got systems all around me that I can see that we can do this. I am feeling, I'm feeling very informed about the devastating um, circumstances around us. But I'm also feeling really optimistic because I have a path. I am really enthusiastic. I'm really interested. I'm really committed. So not being ready to do spiritual practice is a mindset shift that you can change. And maybe if, if you don't know how to change that, start with asking yourself in your next journaling session, what do I need to feel ready to commit to my path. And let it be a bunch of internal things that are already here. Because that is that's what you need. You need to feel ready. You need to feel aligned with your path. And until you feel that things will move slower and they'll be more difficult. So as always, I'm sure there's a bunch of little goodies in here that will make a little bit more sense if you get a chance to listen back over again get into these few journaling exercises that I've prompted, listen again, let us know what you think about the episode. I'm always really interested to hear where it's actually connecting to you. I don't really like to speak to myself so much and I love all the messages I get about what has been interesting and and further questions. So please reach out to us and I look forward to chatting with this microphone and you on the other end very soon.